The ads aired by the two candidates in the 2010 Colorado U.S. Senate race told the story of the ideological war that defined that midterm election. Michael Bennett, a freshman Democrat appointed to replace a man who had become one of Barack Obama's cabinet secretaries, was deeply in hock to a liberal White House. Tea Party Republican challenger Ken Buck was, or so went the punditry and Bennett's attacks, too conservative for the moderate suburbanizing state. Meanwhile, one million letters being delivered to Democratic-leaning Coloradoans in the last days of the race made no mention of either candidate, their allegiances, or the issues that separated them. They lacked any allusion to the ideological split riving the nation, or reference to the policy consequences of a change in party control of the Senate. The folded pieces of laser-printed white paper were designed to be ugly, with a return address referring to a sender whose name voters were unlikely to recognize. The sender thanked the recipient by first name for having voted in 2008, and then said she looked forward to being able to express such gratitude again after the coming elections. The letter, dispassionate in tone and startlingly personal in content, might have inspired most recipients to dispatch it to a trash can with no strong feeling other than being oddly unsettled by its arrival. It was not only in Colorado where communications in the last days before the 2010 elections seemed out of whack with such a feral season in American politics. Across the country on the Sunday night before the election, millions of Democrats received an email from Obama's seemingly dormant campaign apparatus organizing for America with a gently worded reminder that they had made a commitment to vote in this election and that the time has come to make good on that commitment. Think about when you'll cast your vote and how you'll get there. The voters who received either the Colorado letter or the Organizing for America message had likely never encountered anything like them before. At a moment when many candidates, admen, pundits, and organizers thought that the way to get their allies to the polls was to implore them through television ads to consider the election's high stakes and respond in kind. These tactics, designed to go undetected by media coverage, aimed to push buttons that many voters didn't even know they had. The people who had scripted the messages and carefully selected their recipients aimed to exploit eternal human vulnerabilities such as the desire to fit in or not to be seen as a liar in order to turn layabouts into voters. The man who had sent the million letters in white envelopes did the quick math after the Colorado election from his post thousands of miles away. Hal Malchow was a middle-aged Mississippian who had spent his life conniving new ways to win elections, except for a brief detour into securities law that ended when he realized that writing the contracts to guard against complex financial schemes was less fun than trying to hatch them. Now he was playing a different angle, and calculated that the psychological influence he had exerted through his letters would improve turnout among recipients by 2.5%. That would mean that his language had created 25,000 new voters, most of them carefully selected to be likely votes for the incumbent. 
Bennett had lagged Buck for much of the year and had never approached the 50% threshold that many experts say is necessary in pre-election polls for an incumbent to expect victory. There was further evidence of a gap in partisan enthusiasms. At the time the polls opened, 74,000 fewer Democrats had returned their early vote ballots than Republicans. But on election day, something was pushing Bennett even with Buck. And by the time Malchow turned in for the night, the two candidates were separated by only hundreds of votes. The next morning, he awoke to good news from the West. Bennett had pulled ahead of Buck and was on his way to winning the race by 15,000 votes. His victory would help to keep the Senate in Democratic control. Malchow was having fun.